Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the 1871 podcast and it's all change at Reading FC today. So our schedule for this week on the 1871 podcast has changed as well. So on tonight's episode, this is a bonus episode for you with our reaction to today's news that Paul Ince has been sacked with Noel Hunt taking over until the end of the season. And then on tomorrow's episode, <coughs> excuse me, tomorrow's episode, we'll be focusing on the Mark McGee era at Reading. And then on Thursday evening, we'll bring you our preview for the Burnley game. So that's on Thursday. Uh, and Johnny and I, on that episode, will continue our countdown of our favourite Reading players. So we're we're coming up to the 5-1 to one of our favourite Reading players. So that's on Friday evening. Uh, on Thursday evening. <laughs> Easy <laughs> to get confused. So that's on Thursday evening. It was going to be Friday evening, but that's on Thursday evening. And then on Friday evening... It's our 106th episode, so we'll be focusing on the 106 season. So that is happening on Friday evening. And then on Sunday, it's the 40th anniversary of the announcement that um, Reading was going to be merged with Oxford United. So um, Robert Maxwell came out with that announcement 40 years ago on Sunday. So we'll be doing a special episode on Sunday, marking the 40th anniversary of the proposed merger with Oxford United, which thankfully didn't go ahead. Um, now, we'll be recording that episode on Friday evening. So if you can remember that that far back and you'd like to join us for that episode, please get in touch. Um, but without further ado, Johnny, let's talk about today's news that Paul Ince has been sacked and also Noel Hunt's come in as interim manager. And look, we had um, Matthew Batten on the on the podcast yesterday talking about the Preston defeat. And he said, as you have, I think Reading need a change of manager. Um, and he also suggested Noel Hunt should come in. So I don't know if they were listening to us, but um, it's good news, isn't it, today? Yeah, well, we've been saying it for a while, haven't we, about Noel Hunt coming in. You know, if that was a change was needed when we did the episode a while back. Um, yeah. I think that's the only option that really is viable at this stage of the season. You know, if it was earlier, yeah, you might get some from the outside, but 
you need someone that knows the players in that club because, you know, the quick turnaround of matches. You haven't got time to sit and assess the squad and do all that kind of stuff. It's literally pick up training and run with it. And um, I think, you know, it's, it's the best move that we can have at the minute. Um, you know, we've spoken to Noel on here and, and you know, he's a positive, can-do kind of person. Um, he loves the club. You know, that's that's a win-win for us. He knows the players. Again, you know, he knows, he knows the young players. He trusts the young players. You know, some of the things that we've said, you know, that Ince hasn't done. You know, he's got, he ticks those boxes and it's needed. You know, maybe, you know, it could have been done a bit earlier, but it's done. So, you know, we now can look forward and, and you know, everyone get behind him and, you know, give him the best support that we can, whatever happens, you know, it's, it's kind of a, you know, if, if it doesn't, if he don't stay up, it's not his fault. Um, but he's got a chance to, to, to create a bit of history and do something different for us. Yeah. And I think that's the key, isn't it? Try, try something different. And they, they've done that. And uh, as Matthew was saying on the, on the episode yesterday, you know, we, we need, we need something to to happen, and and certainly that's happened today. And at least he's now got the rest of the week to prepare for that Burnley game. And kind of, you know, a lot of people are sort of expecting, not really expecting us to get anything from that game. But you never know, new manager bounce, as they call it. Yeah. And, and look, this this is the reason. I think in summary, I, I was talking to you about this earlier, wasn't I, Johnny? And it's a bit like. Um, you know, the situation with Paul in three points from eight games. And it's not just that we've been unlucky. The performances haven't been right either. And it, it I compare it to if Reading were losing a game 1-0 and they needed to find an equaliser and they don't make any substitutes. So, yeah. as you said, um, if we'd have carried on until the end of the season with Paul Ince, it would have been more of the same. And more of the same hasn't been working. So we would have got more of the same on the pitch. Yeah, so, definitely. And I, I think you're absolutely right. Noel Hunt coming in is a good cho- choice, is with, within the club. And I know you've been quite critical of Paul Ince. And I go along with you, Johnny, that you know he, he was criticising the players. That's the last thing that they need in this situation. Um, Noel Hunt will come in and it'll be a fresh approach and it'll be, you've seen what happened with Neil Warnock at Huddersfield. Yeah. Um, so look, let, let's just have a recap on uh, where Reading are in the, in the table. Um, so it's three points from, from eight games, five games to go and the table as it stands. Um, so let's start with Rotherham on 45 points, Huddersfield and QPR on 43, Cardiff on 42 and then, Reading on 41, they're the, the sort of top team in those three relegation places. And we think that Blackpool and Wigan are, are probably on their way down. Um, yeah. So it was time to do something. And I think, at least, like you said, Reading were sleepwalking to relegation. Now at least it, feel, it feels like really good news today. It feels like we've got a chance of staying up now. That that's, is that how you see it? Yeah, I think, you know, it's... It's something positive. We all know it's not working. Even though some people think Vince should still be in the job, which I, I, I don't get. You know, it's it's desperation time, to be honest. It wasn't working, hasn't worked for a while. We can all see it's not working. Uh, even like, you know, they're so turned on his own players. I mean, that's just not needed. You know, anyone's confidence is just going to be absolutely destroyed by that. And, you know, and, and you know, his, 
for me, you know, you know, in post-match interviews where he's, you know, he's laughing and, and it's like, wow, this really is pretty classless and enough's enough. And eventually, you know, they, the owners, whether it's the fans, whether it's the podcast, whether it's whatever, they've they've seen something and gone, that's it, we need to do something. And and it's 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 a positive move. It's it's some you know, someone who knows knows the club and and, and you know, he's gonna he's gonna he breathes and fires, you know, for Reading, you know, and you know, whatever happened, you know he's doing it for the club, not for himself. Whereas with Ince, you know, you question sometimes what his um attitudes about you know it becomes it's about you know he, he doesn't take the responsibility he blames everyone else and it's like yeah we know he's had a difficult time with the the you know the points deductions and what he can do but he knew that when he took the job um you know and there's times when he's done well at the start of the season but you know clearly since Christmas and before that it's not been working and just the way he talked about the games, you know, it's almost like we're going and expecting the best we can do is a draw. You know, we were a long way off where we are now. We you know we could have been, we could be easily saved by now, very, even with the deduction, with a different approach, you know, but here we are and, you know, we go for it from here. Uh, and obviously there are, you know, he's got a point about the injured players and, and all of that and the deduction, but you've got to work with what you've got. You know, we haven't got Burnley squad. We haven't got Sheffield United yeah squad and they've probably got injuries as well um you, you have to yes it, it's fair enough to point out that we've got injuries but I think he he overdid it he kind of was always coming up with excuses just just you know work with what you've got be as positive as you can be and, yeah. and what I want to ask you Johnny is what do you think the immediate change will be from Noel Hunt coming in? I think he will put positive attitude into the players. He will let them express themselves, let them be the players that they are in a, in a system that allows that. Um, you know, we've got a good group of players still, you know, we've got the youngsters that come in and do a job. It's a chance to change what we're doing. So, you know, we get, we can catch teams off guard. Like, you know, we were saying, yes, you know, it's very predictable with Andy Carroll up front what we're doing. So now we've got an opportunity, still Carroll to play in some way or form, whatever, not disputing that, but we can play differently. You know, we've got a bit of pace with somebody like Aziz. Um, you know, young Kelvin coming off and scoring yesterday, his confidence will be up. You've got a briefer, you have the young right back. Kevin, um, who's that, Johnny? That, you know that you're, you're not oh, going to go oh, under again. Johnny. Okay. Um, but like you know, so you've got that, and you've got them to work with, and they're they're keen to make a point. And you know, now you know Noel knows the younger players so well from working with them week in week out, which Int doesn't or hasn't. So that's a positive for me that you've got you know raw talent that experienced championship teams aren't used to playing against. Yeah, you know, and that's the surprise element that we can use. Um and you know, hopefully he's, you know, he's seen enough of the the, the games to realise we don't start with the right temperament, pace, whatever, you know, off the you know, going at teams from the on the front foot. So you'd hope that he would change that, change the mindset believe in the players. I don't think he's going to be one that's going to be slating anyone after a game because that's not his style as a manager or as a person. He will, you know, he will 
put the belief back into the players that have been misused. You know, someone like Guinness Walker, who's kind of been in and out of the team. And, you know, it, it it's a chance for them to go, right, you've got five games maybe to, to earn yourself a contract, to earn yourself a chance in the first team squad. Or, you know, loan players, a chance to prove that maybe you want to come back or go somewhere else. But, you know, it's it's... It's, it's a chance. It's how you sell it to them. And, and, you know, you make it a positive rather than worrying about the relegation element. Yeah. And, and do you think that he's got uh, more of a connection with with the players? Because obviously he's worked with with some of them. So he's he's kind of more relatable in a way to a lot of those players, isn't he, I think? Yeah. And I think, he, you know, he's he's very down to earth. You know, I, it's, you know, he's kind of a bit more of a, a I think, you know, an arrogant kind of character, whereas he's very down to earth. You know, and you're saying about the injuries and, you know, the amount of injuries that we picked up in training, you know, is that a coincidence with the way that it's, with the training methods that we were, you know, so we're picking up so many injuries, yet we know we've got players that, you know, age-wise and everything else, but is that a contributing factor over the last while? You know, you know, so that, that could be, you know, different approach in training um, that might help um, you know the the way that we play, and you know maybe you know because we do look at times very fatigued. I know we've got a small squad, we get that, but is there something different that Hunt can do? You know he's, he studies the game very well, I believe, and you know he's, you know with the, the younger players, and you know and he, he sets them out to go and you know go and perform. So I think he's not going to change that just because he's in charge of the first team. I think he'll use the same ideas that he, that's worked for him. Yeah, and he's he's been a Reading player. He's been a successful Reading player, yeah. of course. We we know that. So he's got that connection with the club. And it just feels like he's got a, a chance to give the players a lift, give them a boost, give them yeah. some confidence. Uh, and I, I think also you've got, um, from what I understand, you've got Eddie Nitovicki, who's very experienced as a coach. Yeah. So you've got that little bit of balance as, as well there. And it, it just feels like it's, a good news day for for Reading after you know what happened on um, Monday yesterday. Yeah, definitely. I think you know that's that's what we needed to hear. It, it wasn't going to work. Whether it's this game, next game, end of the season, something had to change. And and then one thing that we can change is the manager. And I, you know, it it, it needed to be done. And and I, I just don't think you know Ince helps himself. You know. You can't blame anyone else for where we are in the league. He was the one in charge and, you know, his decisions and comments, you know, he's kind of backed himself into a corner almost where if he, you know, he is an intelligent guy, he could have changed what he was doing at some stage. But it was like, no, this is what I'm doing. And he kept going with it like a dog with a bone. And, you know, it's been his undoing, which, you know, that's that's football management for you. And there was, I think, in the Preston game on Monday... Um, yesterday, there was, I think it might have been Tom McIntyre, there was a bit of an argument during the game between one of the players and, and an Ince. It wasn't like a massive row, but there was a, I think Paul Ince said something to him. I think it might have been Tom McIntyre. Tom Holmes, McIntyre was injured. Uh, Tom Holmes, sorry, I did, yeah. I did mean Tom Holmes. Um, uh, and he, so he, he gave him a, a bit of a kind of, you know, answered him back really. And I, I, did did that? Do you think typify the issues because there's frustration with the players, perhaps? 
Yeah, I, I, I just don't, you know, we said previously, I just don't think it looks a happy camp. You know, you don't, whatever it says, you know, you can, you watch body language and you watch the players and, you know, there's a, you know, especially when more so when his son was on the pitch, you know, the, the, the backbiting and, and, yeah, I know they're footballers and, you know, what stays on the pitch stays and then they sort it out, but it just doesn't look good when everything else is going wrong. And like, you know, Tom Holmes is a good example as, you know, he's still, you know, he's, early 20s he's still very young in his career you know he, he needs to have his confidence built up not knocked down um and that you know goes through the squad with the younger players he doesn't dig he didn't dig out Andy Carroll everything was AC this and AC that um and even just you know saying how well Jarrell played and I'm like going well, you again watching the same game as the rest of us but then you know kind of had a dig at Aziz for not defending and like you're going why do that? You know, a young player that's, you know, got some potential and you're, you're, you're trying to run him down rather than build him up. And I, that's the difference for me. You know, don't, you know, Noel Hunt wouldn't do that. He would, he would go, you know, he would have, if he said something to him, he'd do it quietly as a manager. He wouldn't hang him out to dry in the media. You know, he'd build him up to say, look, yeah, you made a mistake, but, you know, this is what you're good at. Look at the positives. And I think that's, that is literally it, you know, it, he is a positive person for the job. It's negative. And that comes across the way you talk, the way you set a team up, the way the team plays, the way the players look. You know, in, at times the players look absolutely scared. Yesterday was a, you know, they, they couldn't pass the ball five yards to each other. You know, and that, they're not bad players. They can't be bad players to have been playing at a high level. You, you know, you don't turn into a <laughs> overnight. So it's, is it down to the fact of fear, lack of confidence, you know, that you're not comfortable with the position you're playing in, that the players are scared to look for the ball when your, your team's struggling? You know, so that that's that. You draw a line under that and go, right, you know, from Saturday, it's a new season almost. You know, it's a five-game season. I'm in charge. This is how we're going to do it. This is how I expect you to do things. Show me what you can do and believe in them. You know, rebuild that confidence yeah, and I mentioned Neil Warnock already, and you look at Huddersfield's results with the same players, and that's clearly down to the, you know, the the mindset and the attitude of of the players. It's the same players; it's just yeah. changed changed their, you know, their attitude towards the games, and they've won three and drawn two of their last five. I'm I'm beating them five, um, whatever that is, eleven points from five games. Um, and now they look like they're they're going to stay up. It looks like it's between Reading, Cardiff, and QPR at the moment. Of course, that could could change. There's two games coming up in quick succession. Um, do you think we'll see something different on on Saturday and then next week against Luton? Do you think we'll we'll see that immediate impact in the way that the the players are, are playing and the way they apply themselves to the games? I think so. Uh, you know, yeah, Burnley's going to be a tough game. You know, not expecting to win. Um, but you, what you what you want to do is the players to go out there and, and, and show what they can do, not worry about the opposition. You know, we're at home. Let's look at building up fortress at the ground again that we had for a while. You know, but don't sit back and let Burnley attack because we're not defending well. We know that. So why why set yourself up to fail? 
go out and, and go from the kickoff, get the crowd behind you, get the confidence up, you know, attack. And, and you know, yeah, the structure and the shape of the team, you know, however Noel sets that up, but not playing with, you know, five at the back or something like that. We need to we need to do different. That's what I'm saying, you know, we've said ready, do differently. Let's go for it. And, and I don't think any fan would be like, oh, why is he starting, you know, Aziz? Why is... If he's if it's up to him to try something different, what we've done hasn't worked for eight games, really. There's, so there's curiosity, isn't there? You know, it's like now we want to see what he is going to do, and yeah. I think I think it gives everyone at the club, that the players, the fans, a, a boost, a lift, and and we are at home the next two games. So yes, of course, it's Burnley and Luton, two difficult games, especially on on Saturday. But we've got that lift now. We've got this. Okay, now we've actually got a chance because I think you summed it up really well when you said, "Just feels like we were sleepwalking towards relegation," uh, and it was just more of the same. Um, So I I think we've got that chance, we've got that hope, we've got that belief that we might be able to do it now because it's you know only what two points behind uh, between sort of three or four teams, isn't it? Yes. So um, you mentioned Tom Ince earlier. Do you think um, he's played his last game for Reading? Uh, look, if I mean, it was touch and go apparently to be fit for any game this season. Uh, you know, as a as a player, if he comes back for any of the games, brilliant. Now, because of what's happened with his dad, does that affect it? Who knows? But he's still being paid to play for Reading, you know, for another season, I think it is. Um, you know, so we need all the players we can. And, you know, on his day... Um, yeah, maybe he might play better with his dad on his back. Um, but like you know, we we're in a position where we need any everyone that is available to play um, whatever part they can for the rest of the season. You know, and again to get behind him because he has been a good player for us. You know, a lot of the season again. You know, when the team struggling the last in the amount of games he struggled, but that's the same as everyone. Now, you know, it's the five five games to 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 do start again. Forget we have, we all have to forget the last forty-one games and just go right. It's five-game season. Let's it's like try. A, you know. It's like a cup tournament now, isn't it? Yeah, it's five, yeah. five games to stay up, and it's not. You know, we only have to do a bit better than Cardiff and QPR or one of those two teams to stay up. You know, we yeah. only have, we only have to get two or three more points than they do. Yeah, uh, because they're you know QPR especially. Um, I, I think it's the, the way that Huddersfield are going and obviously Rotherham a bit further ahead. Um, I think it's those three teams. Um, Johnny, just want to ask you, there's obviously the speculation has started about what's going to happen in the summer regarding the managerial position because it is, you know, it has been announced uh, as an interim position for no one until the end of the season. A um, couple of the names that that have come up Previously, and that that are, you know, being mentioned now include Graham Murty, Mark Warburton. Um, do you think it's, you know, let's focus on these next five games. Let's not worry about that at the moment. Or have you got in in your mind the type of manager that you'd like to see at Reading long term? And does that possibly include Noel Hunt? Well, I think you know he's got an opportunity. Whether he wants to be a permanent manager at Reading. I don't know. I, I think I think he said in the podcast, he, you know, one day he'd like the opportunity if if it came up. Maybe not as quickly as he thought this season. But 
he's got you know he's he's in pole position because if he does a good job and keeps us up, I don't think many fans would go well. Um, he doesn't deserve it. Um, but you know, I, I I don't even you know. I think one thing, whatever happens, it has to be someone not like Warburton. You know, he's been around the block. You know, we need we need different. We needed, you know, whether it's a team of you know, and it involves Noel Hunt or you know another Reading connection, whether it's Graham Murray. I'm not saying yes or no because it's not. It's five games, and you know, then then look at it because it depends on what position we're in, what league we're in. <clears throat> But I think, you know, Mark Bowen came out and said that, you know, they've now got to look at the right manager for what the club needs. And I think, you know, we haven't done that for a long time. You know, it's just been going out and getting these random managers that have not really got any connection with the club. You know, Parano was, you know, out of the blue. Nobody expected him. Ince was the same. Uh, Gomez before that. Clement was a kind of... Uh, this, Let's hope for the best. No, no real kind of inspirational kind of leaders. You know, we haven't had um, been in a good position. Um, so I, I, I just think, I, you know, sometimes I think life, you know, one day at a time. Let's just go one game at a time. And I don't think it's fair on Noel Hunt either in that respect to kind of go. Well, you know, they're talking about new managers in the summer and new, you know, what we're going to do. Let's just. Let's just deal with what we can, and what we can control at the minute is the next five games in our destiny. And like you say, it's 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 about which team's going to cope with the pressure, let alone the playing side, isn't it? Yeah, and I just think we've, you know, we we've had a lift as as a club now, including the fans. You know, some some fans, like you said, were in favour of Paul Ince staying to the end of the season, but I I think this is a a positive step from the club. Um, you know, Mark. Bowen has come out and talked about the six-point deduction in his open letter to the fans. There does feel like a shift now of Reading, you know, going forward in in the right way, whereas it's been a bit of a shambles before. It does does feel like there are kind of positive steps that are taking place, and this is one of them because we needed we needed a change, like you said that phrase, sleepwalking towards relegation. Three points out of eight. And it was going to be more more of the same if we stuck with Paul in. So I think it's a positive step forward. And at least now we've got a chance. Um, and you're talking about... Well, I was going to say, I was going to say you know, the, the, the fans are being listened to. For a long time, we haven't, you know, we haven't had a voice. You know, it's just this silence. They are or not, but it, 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 it's, at least it's aligned with what a lot of the fans want. So we don't, we don't yeah. know if that's had any influence on the decision, but it does feel like there's a strategy in place and there's a bit of a plan forming and and they're they're actually taking you know mark bowen has has got that role and and they're taking sensible decisions because you're right uh, it wasn't working so if you keep it the same it's going to be more of the same yeah. so it's it's a positive step and and johnny i was just um just about to say that you're you're back on BBC Radio Berkshire tomorrow in the very early hours of the morning. I think it's about half seven or something, isn't it? Five past seven, bright and bright and brief. Early so, start. Yeah. But we've obviously got the exclusive with you, so I thought we'd better get in first <laughs> and and speak to you before uh, 
before we say it on Radio Berkshire. So we, we got the exclusive with you, Johnny. So thanks for that. So uh, look, the brown envelope as usual, Mark, is it? Yeah, what was it, a fiver as usual? Yeah, yeah. Thanks, mate. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, so it's becoming a bit of a regular thing, isn't it? I've, I've been on um, a couple of things as well, and you've been on Radio Berkshire last week, this week, um, and uh, we'll probably get invited back at the end of the season as well, the way things are going. But I don't know, someone's someone's interested in what we're doing if, if we get those sort of invitations. So uh, look, it's you know, it's about having you know, there's so many fans have an opinion, don't we? And you know, we all yeah. have different opinions. And I think, you know, it's it's our club that you know we love to fix, yeah, you know, you know, and that's matters to us. You know, we might have different views, but we just want the best for ready. Yeah. For all of us. All right, we'll set your alarm early for that one, Johnny. And uh, so it's five past seven, BBC Radio Berkshire tomorrow morning. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, a shorter episode for tonight. We just wanted to bring you a bonus episode uh, reacting to the news. And uh, we wish Noel Hunt the the best of luck for Saturday and for the rest of the season. So good luck to you, Noel. And, you know, as you say, Johnny, been a a guest on the podcast a couple of times. So really appreciate his time and and wish him all the best. And just a reminder that on tomorrow's episode, we'll be focusing on the Mark McGee era at Reading in the 90s. On Thursday evening, we'll bring you our preview of the Burnley game. And Johnny and I will be counting down our favourite five Reading players. Then on Friday evening, it's our 106th episode. So we'll be focusing on the 106 season. And on Sunday, we'll be doing a special episode marking the 40th anniversary of the announcement of the proposed merger with Oxford United. So we'll be talking to at least one or two fans on Sunday um, about their memories of that day. And there's a, there's that famous picture. We've already had a few people get in touch with us. That's me in the in the picture over there and all that sort of thing. So looking forward to that. But uh, yeah, join us again. Um, on tomorrow's episode, uh, when we'll be looking at the successful Reading team from the mid-90s. So, thank you, Johnny. And, uh, yeah, uh, better go and have an early night now for for your appearance on Radio Berkshire. Do my hair. (laughs) Sports Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then, Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now, Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.